0: Today, I'm gonna share with you an easy way to analyze your self-care goals and look into the future and see if they are going to come to fruition for you. Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile, but that's okay. We don't mind because we are weakless. Hey everybody, welcome back to A Moment of weeklist. This is episode number 41 and by the time you're hearing this, I will be back from Mexico. I just went on a vacation with my family and I am recording this before I went, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm sure I had an amazing time, but why am I mentioning that to you? Because for the last eight-ish months, I have been working really hard on learning Spanish. And I don't think I've ever mentioned that here, but I've talked about it a lot in Diligent Mind Self-Care, my membership program, because I realized once I started that it has been an amazing proxy for what we should be doing in self-care, but almost nobody does. See, as I've said from the very beginning, self-care is a skill, not a destination. So if you looked at it the way you look at developing other skills like learning to speak a new language or learning to play an instrument or something like that, you would have a completely different attitude than what most people have when they start to try to do what they're calling self-care, but it's really just self-abuse because as you know, they are trying to change themselves into something that they will stop insulting in the mirror. And it's very different with something like Spanish. I never said to myself, oh my God, I suck. I'm such a loser for not being able to speak Spanish. And every time I think about the fact that I can't speak Spanish, I just rip myself to shreds. And when we're hanging out with other people, I just can feel them looking at me and saying in their heads, he can't speak Spanish and he sucks because of that. And none of this nonsense ever happens with anything like that, any kind of skill like that, because I don't associate my ability to speak Spanish with my value. And most people do associate the shape of their body with their value, like their value is somehow up for grabs and it's to be determined by the size of their butt or the size of their pants or the number on their scale. And if you've been playing along since episode one of this podcast, you know how completely ridiculous that is. And you also know that, as I said before, self-care is a skill, not a destination. So, trying to get to some outcome keeps you extrinsically motivated and you start and stop and start and stop. And when you throw on top of that the fact that you think you're less valuable because of this skill that you don't have, you are never actually doing self-care. You're just attacking yourself every day. I have to lose weight so that I won't be a loser, so that I won't suck. And the process is completely different from how you would learn another skill. I basically said to myself, you know what? I want to learn how to speak Spanish. I grew up in California and I had a lot of Mexican friends as a kid, especially when I was really young. And I just came to love that culture. And these people were so kind to me. And I have always said that I was going to learn how to speak Spanish. And one day I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish as soon as everything calms down. Things are really busy right now. As soon as everything calms down, I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. And then my weakless inner voice came in and was like, what the heck did you just say? No, you're going to do it right now. That's unacceptable. You're just going to wait until the right time. You'll be laying on your deathbed talking about how you wish you learned Spanish. Go do it right now. And I dove right in and I spend an average of three to three and a half hours a day spread out throughout the day, working on Spanish with lots of my free time. So 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there. I work on apps and I work on flashcards and things like that. I have a tutor that I work with on a regular basis and I have learned a ton, just a ton. I'm not fluent yet. I am conversationally proficient. I can easily survive if you dropped me into a spanish-speaking town and there was not a single english speaker there i would totally be able to get by i would even be able to have some pleasant small talk but i'm nowhere near fluent i'm definitely on my way maybe about double the amount of time that i've put in right now and i probably will be at that place where we could say that i'm fluent but that's a really nebulous thing it's like even the definition online when you look up fluent is really nebulous so i don't know that there's ever going to be a time when i'll feel like i crossed some line but that's not the point. I mean, I'm still getting better at English. I've been speaking English now for, well, by the time you hear this, 49 years, and I'm still getting better at English. So I will still be getting better at Spanish for the rest of my life. And this is exactly how I look at my self-care practice. It's exactly how I look at my self-care practice. When I'm learning Spanish, I'll think of some new way that I might be able to get better At learning Spanish, I'll think of some new way to watch certain shows and maybe combinations of English and Spanish and overlapping and always coming up with new techniques and new ideas, or I'll hear somebody else say something that's working for them and I'll try it. And I never quit looking for that stuff. And none of it's ever a chore. And I'm never saying to myself, I don't want to have to go through the process of learning Spanish. I hate having to work on my flashcards. I hate having to work with my tutor. I hate all the fun things that I have to give up in order to use that time for Spanish. I just don't want to be a loser anymore. And I'm such a loser because I can't speak Spanish. It doesn't sound anything like that. So I'm just out having a good time learning. And I'm telling you, that's exactly what's going on in my self-care practice. None of this stuff is a chore. I don't always sit down to my flashcards and think, this is going to be so much fun. And I don't always go to the gym and think, this is going to be so much fun but I always do those things because the alternative isn't an option and I never hate them. I never hate them. I never hate working on my flashcards. I never hate going to the gym. I am learning a skill that I want to learn. Not that I have to learn so I won't be awful, that I want to learn. And recently on this podcast, we talked about how there are only a couple of different kinds of people that come to anything in self-care, self-help any of any kind. And that group that's probably around 95% are the group that are trying to fix themselves, those people, if they treated like Spanish or, or an instrument or something that way, they would be the people that would say, I don't like doing any of this. I do not want to have to sit down at this piano and and learn these songs. I just want to be able to play these songs because if I could, I would somehow be more valuable. More people would like me. But practicing piano to try to get to that, I hate that. And in the meantime, when I'm sitting down playing the piano, there's all this other stuff that I'm not doing that I really want to do. Like the way that you say, you know, you don't want to have to work out. And the time that you do have to use to work out is all time that you could be eating junk food and sitting on the couch. And it really boils down to what your motivations are. What do you think is going to happen? Here again, we are just seeing an example of how you can test all of this to find out what group you're in. If you look at your self-care practice right now, just sit down and really think it out or better yet, go for a walk and really think it out. Think about how you feel about your self-care practice. Are you doing a bunch of chores to get to a place that isn't going to be awesome? It's just going to be not awful because where you're at right now is awful. If so, you're describing something that is not at all like what those 5% people are doing. You're not describing anything like developing a new skill that you actually want to have. You're doing a bunch of stuff that you feel like you should do, you have to do, you don't really want to do, and you're not aiming for something that you think is going to be amazing. You're aiming for something that's going to get you out of this nasty, terrible, awful place you think you're in that... Let's be honest, you're not really in. You're not broken, and there's nothing wrong with you. You just tell yourself you are all the time. So, your entire self care practice is actually a self abuse practice where you try to beat a body that you think betrayed you into something that you won't hate. Where's the awesome in this? Where's the, the fun? Where's the good? Do you think all of the good and the awesome is going to come from those three or four people that are going to walk by you and go, hey, you look like you lost some weight. And that's really the only reward that you're ever going to get from all of this. You think the amazing stuff is just going to be that you honestly believe you're not going to say any more mean things to yourself about your body. Really? Really? Do you honestly think that's going to happen? that you're going to change the shape of your body and then you're just going to be super secure and confident and never say any more mean things to yourself when you have always been somebody who self-deprecates, this is your MO, that's just all going to go away because your pants are now the right size. That isn't going to work out for you. Are you doing this like you're trying to develop a skill, the skill of self-care, the skill of health so that you can live with vitality and have an awesome life, like an awesome life, really a great life, not just a life that doesn't suck but really a great life. Like out of your own way, I'm going to go do this because I think it will enhance the quality of my life, not somehow enhance the quality of me, but enhance the quality of my life. Is that what you're doing? If you are, then I guarantee you, it looks very much like what I'm describing with my whole journey with Spanish. Look at your self-care practice. Does it look like you are out honing a skill, developing a skill that you actually want to have? that you're excited about the new and fun ways that you get to experiment? Or are you just following lists of rules and then jumping on the scale to see if you're valuable yet? If that's what you're doing, I guarantee it's going to be a heck of a lot more of the same. A body that goes up and down or that you actually never get traction with and it just stays the same while you just keep abusing yourself until you finally give up because apathy completely runs you over, probably in relatively old age. Or you can actually do self-care Actually take care of yourself. All of this stuff can actually be fun. Just like I'm having a blast learning Spanish. Just like I'm having a blast with my self-care practice. You can do all of that. Make it awesome. Make your life more awesome and get out of this war that you're in with yourself and with your body and actually end up at all the places you always wanted to go anyway. By accident, your body will end up looking great, but you're not really going to care that much. I mean, that's not that important. I mean, what happens? People walk by you and they go, wow, you look like you lost weight or you look like you're really fit. Then what? You run out and open your mailbox and checks just shoot out at you because you're you're filthy rich now because some people said your body doesn't look terrible. I mean, it's all nonsense. You can feel great. You can live like a superhero. You can be full of vitality. You can have all of this amazing stuff. Live a long time. Never have to ask your body for permission when you want to go do fun things and all the adventures you could be having in this life instead of watching from the sidelines. All of this amazing stuff. And all you got to do is go out and develop this skill instead of abusing the crap out of yourself all the time. None of this information is new. We've been saying it basically since the beginning of this podcast, but this is a really good way for you to analyze it. Today, I've given you an example of what it looks like to develop a skill by telling you how it's been for me as I'm working on learning Spanish, and you probably have developed skills that you really wanted to have over the course of your life. Look back at what that looked like and then compare that to what you see in your self-care practice. If those two things don't look at all like each other, you're in a lot of trouble and that's where you should be focusing your effort. How are you going to turn your self-care practice into something that looks very much like the times that you have developed skills that you wanted to have. Because if you don't do that, you stay in that 95%. You will continue to be a fixer, someone who believes she needs to fix herself because she keeps telling herself that she's broken every time she catches a reflection in a mirror. That path will not lead to success. I will bet my bottom dollar, I'll bet my whole business on it. That path will not lead to success. You got to jump ship. You got to jump that fence and become one of those five percenters. And those people are all out there just developing the skill of self-care so that they can go live a more awesome life, not so that they can somehow be better. Go kick this stuff around. And then if you haven't already, go to beweakless.com or get into the show notes here in this podcast. And grab the Discomfort Zone Workshop so that you can do the weekless Challenge so that you can drastically, dramatically change your relationship with discomfort so that you can do these hard things that are laid out before you, especially the hard psychological things that you're going to have to do as you dig into your own head and figure out why in the world you need to abuse yourself so much and how come you can't just start really taking good care of yourself for all the right reasons. Again, that's com or the show notes. And I hope this one was helpful for you. And we'll talk again soon. Take care.